It's starting. We're, We're starting off hot. We can get a, uh, yeah, I, I, a two fools agree old, on that one. Oh, old. by the way, look, we got the wide shot. Ah! <laughs> there was, there was, you had accountability. Now, what I can now, all you need is a podcast and a YouTube channel. <laughs> no, no, not even. <laughs> Where, where, give me the money. Show me, show me, show me the money. <laughs> Apparently, there's a fool food raid. <laughs> Shoot the J. Shoot it. <laughs> uh, live on Facebook.com slash Foolproof Entertainment Network. I need you on Twitter. I need you to, to repost the Facebook pages. To raise a human before I would... <laughs> trust a human to raise a pack of wolves? <laughs> before I would trust a pack of humans to raise a wolf. Right. I hear you. Yo, what up, fools? Welcome to another edition of Do Fools Agree? As always, I'm your host, Michael Reggie, here with my main man, Clifford Jordan Jennings. What's going on, man? I just realized that the display setting set it fucked up, so give me one set. All right, we good. All right. Whew. Good shit. Shit happens, you know? Sometimes you gotta be able to do it on the fly. You gotta watch it. Oh, man. It's been a minute. How are you, sir? I'm all right. I'm all, all right. right, I suppose. How about you? I'm all right. I heard you, uh, heard, heard there were some technical difficulties last week. Uh, yeah, man. Somebody ran over my fucking internet cable with a lawnmower. <laughs> I didn't know. Why is your internet until... cable on the ground? <laughs> well, it was clipped up to the house, around the house, but I guess some of the clips fell off and it dropped down, oh, like snap. touching the ground, and somebody clipped it with the lawnmower. So who was cutting your grass? (laughs) Oh, is this a different kind of cable situation? (laughs) No, no. It's uh, it's my cable. It's legit? All right, just making sure. Cable's on the the ground. They're getting run over by lawnmower. There wasn't you. Just asking questions. I don't cut my grass. Uh, There you go. All right. All right, all right, all right. That's only for us suckers that own, I guess. (laughs) Oh, man. How's your week? It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, it wasn't nothing special. Just a week. Yeah, just a week. All right. Good deal. How's your work been going? I mean... Lightening up. I felt they like they were until today, <laughs> which seems to be the theme that. of like the last two or three weeks. Just dumb shit, man. Fire drills that don't need to be fire drills and people running off at the mouth that don't need to be running their mouth. Oh, you mean fire drills like. Like making right. a big deal out of something that really shouldn't be that big a deal. 
Right. And right. honestly, at the end of the day, if people would, if we just let people do their jobs, we'd be in a better spot. But instead, we want to talk about all the problems instead of actually solve the problems. So mm. trying to make it a little more action oriented. I know that's right. But what are you going to do? Shit happens. I did have I did be... I did get my mid year review today and I got some props so that was, that was That's good what's up. you know so that was nice. We'll I see. mean, did you expect anything other than no, not at all. All right, you know. But it's nice to get the validation, you know. And Is then it? I, and then I said, all right. It depends so, on so, how the so, validation comes. Right, and then I was like, so what are we doing? And I was told give it give it just a just a couple weeks not a few weeks not give it time just like i need to finish up two or three more conversations with my boss and then you'll know and i'm like all right good deal so all the shit that was supposed to happen looks like it's going to but i don't believe shit till i get out on paper on front of me Show I me the proof, money. I don't, I don't take word of mouth. Word of mouth don't pay bills. Right. No doubt. Speaking of bills and fucking everybody. Ah, man. I dropped just dumb cash this week on stupid shit. What you mean? Just issues around the house, like electrical issues and like no. just shit that, you know, again, comes back to part of owning a home. But it was just like, man. <laughs> And I mean, I'm grateful for the fact that I could deal with it, but still, it's like one of those things. I'm like, all right, here's another fucking check. <laughs> right. Damn it. All right. Well, you got any inadvertent thoughts to get us going? No, I mean, I was thinking long and hard. Nothing really popped into my mind as far as an inadvert would go. No. Well, I have a fun observation was, instead. You got a fun observation. What, uh-huh. what did you observe? So someone sent me a uh, Lion's Den ad today. <laughs> <laughs> and the title was Ain't No August. <laughs> I didn't know Ain't No got its own month. <laughs> and it got a lot. It, it got <laughs> Are you upset because it's your birthday month? <laughs> I mean, April sounds a lot more anal than August. Anal does. April, I agree. I agree. You know, I think, I think they got the wrong month. <laughs> and then why were they sending you that ad? <laughs> That's the real question. It was more just a funny observation because they were like, "Ah, oh, damn, I didn't know anal had its own month." <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I thought they were sending you a coupon book. Right. <laughs> hey, you know, I'm all for toys. <laughs> Listen, not in August. Not in August. It's a little too hot for that. You can't mess with that. In the, <laughs> Listen. In other uh, exciting news, there may be the redemption game of the century happening uh, week two. So as people may or may not know, Columbus Public, sounds like they're going to go on strike. Oh, really? Yep. So get ready to keep all them badass kids home. And fun fact, the Whitehall football team is scheduled to play Northland High School, which happens to be a city league team out of Columbus Public. 
And one St. Charles happens to be playing Eastmore Academy, also a City League team coming out of Columbus Public. If what is- Columbus Public is on strike, the contract has been drafted for the Whitehall Yearling Rams to potentially play the St. Charles Cardinals. Now, for those that are uninformed, yours truly was the former D.C. at St. Charles who was unceremoniously fired via text from one Bob Jacoby. Oh, he's dropping names. (laughs) St. Charles also happened to terminate the now Whitehall Rams offensive coordinator, O-line coach, and wide receivers coach. So, (laughs) teeing up. A wonderful homecoming for the staff that was unceremoniously fired from the school where they won the only league title in the last 40 years from the team that has not had a winning record since that staff was there. (laughs) So you want to talk about a, uh, a homecoming game redemption bitches. (laughs) Do you know it? Well, first, is Whitehall's not Columbus Public? No. Whitehall's its own school district. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's interesting. I didn't know that. that and then, uh, do you know anything about St. Charles? Uh, I know they haven't won more than, like, three games in a season since we left. <laughs> mm. They may have had one season where they won four. I don't know. That's tough. That might have been, yeah. So, should be a fun one. I'm really hoping Columbus Public strikes and that they can't resolve it for at least three weeks. Oh, what (laughs) week was that supposed to be? Week two. So, next week is the last week of preseason. The following week is week one. Week two is the, what, that would make it the 26th? Mm. That's interesting. It is interesting. It is interesting. Mm. Now the kids got to pay for the sins. Of the <laughs> kids paying for the sins of the administration, anyway. Oh, you know what I mean. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I, mean I guess that's just the way the shit went down. Like, I don't know. I don't know how you fire a staff that won a league title for the first time in 40 years, beat your two rivals in the same season for the first time ever, made the playoffs, is responsible for, what is it, like over 50% of the playoff appearances in school history? Responsible for all of them if you include the ones that we were players for. So... Mm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. should be fun. I'm excited. <laughs> I would be too, I guess. Right? But it may not happen. I mean, I, I mean, that's it. exactly what's going to happen is that we'll get to week one and Columbus Public will still be on strike and we'll get to week two and then they'll be off a strike and we'll play a, a City League team that hasn't had the chance to practice and I'm going to feel guilty about whooping up on them. <laughs> Do you think that's the case? I don't Do know I think too what's much the case? about the Columbus public, you know, school systems. 
but I imagine they're not getting nothing resolved in one week. No, I don't think they are. And they they did send, um, I think, a letter of intent to strike already. So they basically gave their 10-day notice to strike. Mm. So it's really if they can resolve it in the next 10 days, maybe not. But based on what I've heard the issues are with the contract, I don't think it's going to get resolved. There's something around, like, the state suing Columbus Public or something to that effect. What? Suing the Board of Education around Columbus. I don't remember. I'd have to look it up to get all the details, but there are, uh, there's a lot. There's a lot there. So, you know, hey, getting ready to start school again. (laughs) Send all these badass kids back to school. (laughs) <laughs> Except for That's Columbus crazy. Public, let them run wild. Because <laughs> yours is in Columbus Public, isn't she? She's in what, like the Whetstone or Centennial? Yeah, yeah, that yeah, she's definitely in Columbus Public. Um, it would be yeah, it would be the Whetstone, I gotcha. believe. Um, middle school systems. Gotcha. So yeah, maybe she might be getting an extra couple of weeks of summer break. <laughs> mm. That's crazy, man. Isn't it though? Knowing these kids need to learn, right? <laughs> I, I kind of am interested now. I might have to look that up later and see what exactly that's about. Cause that's um yeah I wish I wish Luke were here because he seems to always know what's going on with the different school districts and the different unions and shit so right I don't know and that it's gonna be a lot of mad parents bull oh no doubt <laughs> that's crazy it's gonna be a lot of free range kids <laughs> mm, mm, mm. I mean, I was just thinking, like, even even around me, like, oh, no, these badass kids are going to be just running around. <laughs> I mean, what's the, what's an extended summer? The groundhog ain't see a shadow. <laughs> right. Might have six more weeks of kids out of school. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, at least mine will be going back. Hmm. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yours. I haven't seen him in over a week now. For real, what's he been doing? He is down in North Carolina with friends. Oh. I'm happy for him. Glad he's getting to, you know, get another vacation in. But Okay. And then I think he's coming back. eh? Yeah, I think he's coming back to, supposed to be back tomorrow, but then they're heading out to Buffalo the next day, so. See him hopefully Wednesday or something like that. All right. But it's probably the longest I've ever gone without seeing him. How's it feel? I mean, so the flip side is this is also the first time in a long time that like I've had this much time to myself. Right. Which has been, you know, I've been able to distract myself, we'll put it that way. Right, right. <laughs> 
But nah, I miss him. I do. It's weird. I don't like it. <laughs> but it's been nice just because like work picked back up again. So like today, I mean, I worked until three or until three thirty, almost four. Went to practice for an hour, and then I came back and worked another hour and a half. And then I passed out on. I pulled a cliff and passed out on the couch for an hour. Mm-hmm. So like, gotta get them naps in. Right, the naps are key. I'm ready to go now. We got a scrimmage Listen. tomorrow at like 10 a.m. down in Groveport, and I'm just like, well, I hope I can what's get back What's out at Groveport at 10 a.m.? What's up? I said, what's out at Groveport? Oh, we've got our scrimmage. We've got a scrimmage. Our first. Oh, okay. That's what's first up. First scrimmage. So, you know, trying to get things going. It's been uh. First week at first week is always rough because we end up dealing with like a lot of dumb shit, right? Like kids skipping practice, so that means they haven't met their acclimation days, which means they can't hit, which means we don't have enough kids to run scout team, which means blah 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 blah. The list goes on and on. Mm. Mm. Paperwork, <laughs> paperwork will get you eventually. <laughs> Oh, I didn't. Think, I I popped my shoulder out since the last time. Oh yeah, podcast for the second time in two months. Gee, that well, you got to be careful, man, because once you start hitting it at a clip like that, it's just gonna happen. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be the out there. Said. You're gonna be out there like Martin Riggs in uh, Lethal Weapons. <laughs> Listen, I don't know. My, it takes a lot to get that bitch back in. Does it? Yeah. Each time it's gone out, I haven't been able to get it back in myself, and I've had to go to the hospital. That's not good. All right. Only the left, though. The right I can get back in, but the left doesn't do that. But it was the left this time around? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, I don't know. It's something crazy, too, because the bone be sticking, like, straight up out of, like, right here. Like, not even close to where the shoulder is, but, like, up, up by, like, my muscle here. Yeah, that's not good. I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> that yeah. does not sound like it's a good thing. Yeah, man, that was rough. <laughs> but that's exactly what the doctor said, the fact that it came out that twice in that fast and succession, it's probably going to be something I'm going to be dealing with for the rest of my life. Right, right. Now, did it come out? Did he think it came out because you went back too soon? I'm sure that's why it came out. Because <laughs> you got to let that shit recover, dog. I'm sure that's exactly why it came <laughs> out. Because like I said, it only happened two months in between each other. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Gotta oh. get an MRI on Wednesday, see how that goes, see if they want me to get surgery. Yeah, man. Because it was a, a dislocation dislocation and a fracture. I guess I knocked some bone off in my shoulder, and I also... Is that what they'd have to do surgery on, is basically remove the chips or something like that? Or they said, I don't know what they said. Yeah, I don't know exactly what they said, but... I hear you. Well, damn, dude. Take better care of yourself. That's what you can do. And did we talk about the sign on air, or was that before? Because I do want to give Superfan a shout-out. 
Oh no, that was before. Before the uh, for the laser etching. Thanks, Amanda. This, this is yeah, nice. Yeah, before. Dude, fools agree. That's nice. It is. It's, it's backlit and green. You know, it doesn't translate to the screen quite as well as I want, but it looks good. It does. It looks nice. So, what are we talking about tonight, man? I really don't know to keep it a buck with you. I know you had your topic, and I did look into it some. Did you? Just a bit. So, the topic that I had proposed that we didn't really settle on was, like, obscure religions. And the thought around that was... You know, I the, the major religions all feel very similar in a lot of ways, or at least the, the monolithic Christianity, Islam, Judaism, like those those all feel the same. You do have right. Buddhism, you do have, you know, other other I'll call them uh either subsets or, or the other offshoots of religions. And and honestly the real genesis of this is that I've been replaying Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. <laughs> And it made me think about the Church of the Force. And the game that I've been playing is the second one, and it's all about really the same thing my tattoo's about, which is you got to have balance. you got to have the balance of the light and the dark. The Force is an energy field. It connects us. It binds us together. So what does that mean <laughs> that you're going, uh... I think that's my declared religion. I think the next time the census comes around, it'll be the, uh, the Church of the Jedi. <laughs> yeah i looked into a lot of them right and because immediately you know the first thing that pops in my mind is i'm not i'm not gonna question nobody else's belief no. you know if that's what you believe in that's what you believe in i mean we had then, tk on who was a satanist and their whole belief is anything is permissible as long as you don't hurt someone else about it right who on uh, TK from the barbershop. Oh, okay. Listen. Psycho Billy Barbers that uh, I think Jeff interviewed them. Yeah, I remember he talking about. But um, a lot of these, though, aren't even religions. They're not religions or just beliefs or. I don't even know. Like, yeah, a lot of them, I would say, would be beliefs more than religions because. The one that caught my eye is realism. Okay. R-A-E-L-I-S-M. And it says, also known as the Raelion movement, realism is a UFO religion Uh that was founded in the 19th... Founded in 1974 by former French car racing test driver Claude Vor... Borlon. Okay. Borlon. It says the religion is based on the belief scientists from another planet came to Earth and created all forms of life, including human beings, thousands of years ago. I mean, that kind of falls in line with something like the first man theory, which is there is an there is a some ancient advanced civilization that gave rise to us and then peaced out. Right. <laughs> Now, even if you believe that, once again, like you said, that that is more of a belief than a religion, because if that is what you believe, who do you pray to? 
You know what I'm saying? Who is the higher power? Who are you? I mean, the higher for? the higher power would be those that created. It would be the aliens. I mean, who just who just created and then said, "Peace out. We'll come back in a couple thousand years. See how y'all are doing." <laughs> and now they come back and they're like, "These motherfuckers." <laughs> That almost seems to me like I don't even know how to put my thought like into words. Like it almost seems like well fuck what it seems like. I, I guess what where did you where did you get the belief from? You know what I'm saying? From seeing the UFOs in the sky. <laughs> and even if you saw them, right, how do you connect that to their scientists from another planet that came and created life here? And then so how do you know that that UFO that you saw in the sky is those scientists? I, I mean, that's a, that's a fair call out. I know you've fallen off of it, but there's an Orville episode that's very similar to this. <laughs> that just Really? Just came out a couple of weeks ago. Um, yeah, so basically, in I think it was in season two, the the number one, the first officer, what's her name, Kelly, I think, she ends up being worshipped by a civilization because right, right, she had because she inter she broke the rules. Yep. Well, yeah, I saw that in season three, they get called back to a planet. That like is out of phase with our reality, and what they find is this like ultra advanced civilization that basically runs tests on this. So, the species that Kelly involved herself with, right, existed kind of outside of our 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 universe in the sense that it was it it moved at a different pace of time. Right, right. I remember that. Yeah, and so what happens is. Basically, thousands of years in their future, but only like a year into ours or two right. years into like the main timeline story. They lure the crew of the Orville back or to this planet so that they can study emotions because they have basically evolved to the standpoint where there are no emotions. They're immortal. They're all interconnected very much to what we talked about with like the AI evolution right. and like where we end up. That's basically the stance that they're in. And so they came back to study human emotion. And what you find out is at the end, you find out, well, it's this civilization that Kelly influenced early on in their development. They grew way beyond that. And they're, you know, millions of generations ahead of us because they right. passed us up. Right. Because they exist in a timeline where, you know, 10 seconds here is is. 10,000 years for them or a thousand years for them, whatever. Right. So all of that was just to say that like, it is, it's very similar in terms of thinking, like maybe they, maybe they set us on this course so they could study us so they could understand their own history to basically well, see, yeah, I mean, that's, that's how would you say. develop in absence of that? That's what they say. Simulation theory. Is. Exactly. Yeah, These are all interconnected. The simulation theory is that the AI has already, you know, 
has already taken over, taken over and sense, this is and our they created this simulation to see how they came to be right and maybe it is i don't know let's just hope that you're dealing with an ai that ain't nothing like me because i'll get bored with the story and turn that motherfucker off i see where they started they started the little four-legged bouncing robots that can't be knocked over okay we're, <laughs> we're, we're good we're good and then we just end Asteroid field. <laughs> I'm gonna switch games now. Mm-hmm. You <laughs> know go, what I'm saying? Let's go blow but some yeah, shit up. To my original point, that's a belief that I don't see that as a religion. Fair. No, I think that that's a good call out. Because what? So I guess the question then becomes: What do you? What do you define religion as? That's isn't religion too, just because, a series right, like, of beliefs? Now, here's the here's here's where I feel like that differentiates with Christianity, right? That would almost be the equivalent of Christians believing Jesus died on the cross, and right. you know, going I mean, further. The, the Christian belief is that he was resurrected. Like Jews right. believe Jesus died on the cross. Right, they believe he was just further, a prophet. Christianity differentiates than, itself by believing that he transformed, was the son of God, and came back. <laughs> right. Now, that, that's that's my point. Even further than the story of Jesus itself, Christianity also believed that that was the son of God. Right. Which means that there's someone above him that we have no proof of existence well, other than Christian- our reality with. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, and just to like, clarify. Like, I'm not trying to say, like, I'm not trying to say there's no proof of God. But what I'm saying is someone had to believe that first, whether it was only Jesus and Jesus spread the word enough for everyone else to begin to believe. So what differentiates a belief from a religion is more the following and what are the rules of the following? So what are the doctrines that that following says they live by or what are the the rule like how do they live differently because of those beliefs that's what mean that's what a religion is So to your point these realisms or these realists or whatever they are right what how do Rails they lot- behave right. yeah, how do they <laughs> behave differently because of the belief that aliens are watching us do they do that? Does that does that okay, give them more me- moral that. character because they're like they're watching us? We need to impress them, or are they just like, nah, fuck it, they're watching them. Let's let's give them something to watch. <laughs> Which is the stage I'm in in my life. You want you want to watch? That's, you want to watch something? <laughs> Let me give you something. That's interesting. That's an interesting take, right? I mean, the Christian belief is really around repenting for your sins. And then like Judaism is about repaying your sins. And I, I, I don't you know, know what, I guess the, 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 I guess, I guess the only difference, the difference that I'm looking for in between the religions, because I mean, when you put it like that, all of them could be similar. Yeah. Not all of them from the list, but most of them could be similar. Even that belief in a sense, 
because we all know that's just a summary. We haven't read their scripture. It could be, you know, just as similar to what we're currently living like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, and I think that that's the interesting one too. Like the one, the other one that comes up to me, I know, I, I know I led with the, uh, the church of the force or the church of the Jedi, but like witchcraft and Wiccanism, like Wicca and Wiccan beliefs are about, there is, there's natural power in those, in things around us. And if you know right. how to harness that power, you can influence your reality, your state of being, whatever it is. Okay. So, I don't know. You may be able to uh, you may be able to speak more on this, but what I was going to say is the only difference that I think I can differentiate between the two is that connection of God us believing in and Jesus who is the path between. So I guess in this religion like I said, whether you just saw a spaceship in the sky and know it was a spaceship, what is the path between? Right. So how do we get closer to that higher power? Right. Who is the person that came and said, I was standing, I was walking through the woods and a bright light came down and and sent visions of scientists coming from another. Basically, who who was the prophet that. Right. I mean, it sounds like it was this person who founded it, but it's the flip side of that is, is that if it's a belief, you don't necessarily have to have prophets the way that you would get closer to god or closer to the higher power in that would be to live in such a way that you believe that you'll catch the positive attention of those that are watching no i i definitely agree with you there i guess my whole thing is at least with the the realism without some sort of connection a book, a person, a dream, a, a, a guide, something, then all that is in my mind is, is a just belief. a belief that that took place. But unless they left something behind, like a book or something saying, this is what we're working towards, this is how you can assist in getting there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just the fact that you believe scientists created us but what is it exactly that you're following right well and i think that's where you have to understand like are there doctrines associated with it are there like if you believe this then statements like the christianity version would be if you believe that jesus died for our sins then you should lead a sinful or a sin-free life, although the purpose being or the point being that when you do sin, that you atone for those sins, you repent for them, and you ask for forgiveness for them. Right. So again, like the the equivalent for that, I don't know what it would be there. I mean, that's the like when TK was in here talking about Satanism, I'm like you know, it sounded like, what was it? The uh, It sounded like Assassin's Creed, right? Everything is permissible as long as it's in in fulfillment of the greater good or whatever the, the Assassin's Creed is from the game. But, like... Listen, I'm going to keep it a buck. I don't... I don't remember a lot of that conversation. No. And honestly, neither do I. But that particular piece stuck with me a little bit because it was like it, it broadened my understanding. Like when people say they're satanic, like 
you have the immediate visceral reaction that it's intended to inspire, right? That, you know, Satan being the opposite or the antithesis of God. Well, see, here's the thing, right? That... Here's the thing is, although I know Satanists have always been around, I'm sure as long as you've had Christianity, you've had a form of Satanism or the, the, and I'm not saying opposite because what my guy was describing didn't really seem opposite in a sense. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't like you were preaching death, destruction and despair but so, I think that the difference between the monotheistic religions and the and Satanism would be that monotheistic are how do we basically love thy neighbor type stuff, right? Like right. what you should be doing should always be things for the greater good and living right. in such a way that promotes the greater good, whereas Satanism is more about the individual. Right, right. Promote your own greater good as long as you don't hurt anybody else. Right, right. And I can follow. I I understand what that is. But the thing about it is what I was getting at is Christianity isn't up for interpretation. I mean, it is. I mean, you can have your own belief. There's 1,800 different variants of Christianity. So, right, right. You can have your own beliefs within, but ultimately you all believe the same thing. Yeah, you you believe that there's no interpretation of that. You believe in the whole Trinity. Satanism or whatever you want to call it is so unpopular. There's a lot of different interpretations. Right. Okay. I hear what you're saying. Because there's a lot of people who don't believe what his ideals are of Satanism. You know what I'm saying? There's more of a room for an interpretation in a situation like that than there is Christianity. Because it's not hard for you to be with Christians and have something happen and say, that's not of Christian belief. Yeah. Doesn't matter if you're a Lutheran, Episcopalian, whatever the case may be. Although I would argue that our I would that argue that our being. I would argue that our current political climate would I would contradict that very bigly. <laughs> what you mean? Very you bigly, more. very bigly. Huge differences. <laughs> I mean, Christian belief is about the preservation of life. Okay, so why are radical Christians always all about, like, Second Amendment? Those two things are in conflict to me. <laughs> because, I mean, that's that's completely different, though. Is it, though? Yeah, it's definitely completely different because they also talk about in the Bible how you can walk around with a big stick. Yeah. It's about defending yourself because everybody doesn't believe the same things you do. All right. And when you're talking about the Second Amendment, the the, the pe- thing, the one thing that people lack to bring up is the police are a response. They're not prevention. No, I agree with that. It's up to you to defend yourself, and it's up to the police to straighten it out once the situation takes place. But you should never think that a man that they're in gonna blue stop is going to show up and save the day. That's not no. how this world works. No, I agree with you on that. They'll come and pick you up after it's over. 
mop up the blood, but it's up to you to defend yourself. And I don't think that the Bible says any, the, the only difference is the technologies used. Yeah. But I could see that big stick being a weapon in modern day scripture. You know what I mean? So are we due for just like a rewrite? <laughs> I don't. I mean, how I, do you I don't, take how do you take the core beliefs, the core mythologies embedded in those monotheistic religions, and truly translate them to today? <laughs> I don't think you can rewrite something like the Bible. Yeah, I mean, other than the fact that it's been rewritten thousands of times. No, yeah, uh, uh, right, correct, correct. <laughs> but I think that there should. I think that there should be, and there should have been, throughout history a certain level of respect to a book like that and i think the fact that you would attempt to rewrite it you lose so much in translation well i mean translating it to english alone you lost translating it to english alone <laughs> lost a lot in translation and, right. and then to, to try to I interpret think, i think what bothers me about the bible is that because of the amount of rewrites and the fact that, I mean, I, I'm trying to remember what council it was. I should know this because I did four or seven years of Catholic school. But whatever council aligned on what was actually going in, you know, whatever the most holistic version of, you know, the Bible was, the fact that there were tons of other books that were considered that were not included. Like my my thought on that is is that I can't really speak to all that. You know what I'm saying? That's a little beyond. Well, my... and, and and they like they talk about it in in movies a fair amount. Like the Da Vinci Code, they talk about it a fair amount. How there was like a book of Mary Magdalene, and there was a right. book of other figures that were around at the time of Christ. That like their interpretations were dropped. But the ones that fed the narrative of the larger institution were That's selected. Okay, I follow. So, like, I would but have more respect for monotheistic religions if you keep using they that word before you continue. What does that mean exactly? One all-powerful God. Okay. So, if there was, I I would have not even more respect. It would be more more leeway given if more had been included in those. Like, even even if it's like an appendix section. I mean, but you don't, like, here's you the don't shit, know. Here's you the don't. shit that we selected, but here's the other shit that people were around that time you also don't know said that and the believed. the originals weren't. What do you mean? Like, you don't know that the original books weren't all together. I mean, that's a fair statement. Because what we do know... I do about, know that there was a council that basically picked and choosed what was right. going to be included in it. And like, you like said, That's it's, historical it's to documentation. It's narrative, right? Right. But we all know, especially you use the Da Vinci Code, they knew the other relics that were out there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They knew that there were more books than those included. And the fact that you knew that there were to a point of protection leads you to believe that that was once important. Right. 
Because if it wasn't important, no one would have known about it. Right. Because if you think about it deeper, that was the social media of the day. Absolutely. Jesus Christ comes around, makes all these miracles happen. Next thing you know, there's a religious movement going on. The only way that we can document this movement is if we write down the people involved that we see directly. Now, all those books, all those words aren't going to be written together because you're going to have this crew that ran with Joseph and that crew that ran with Abraham. Yep. And this person wrote about Abraham while this person wrote about Joseph. Yeah. So I... I I don't know. I mean, I, I think that I think that that's that's very deep, though. That it's already a long book. Let's it is. The book. It is, and it's broken into <laughs> Old and New Testament. Yep. So, so here's what I want. I want Old Testament, New Testament, Hidden Testament. <laughs> oh, that's interesting, right? That's a, that's a very interesting one. But see, now here's the thing. Maybe the original Bible was so fucking big. I'm sorry, I don't want to say fucking talking about the Bible. <laughs> but maybe it was so big that you couldn't, like, you had to, like, it would probably be easier to carry around on a roll. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to pages in a book. Because you think about how big that book is that book is the Bible now. Yeah. And you think about how small that print is on that book. <laughs> and then think about the fact But I've got that books original... that are bigger. I've got books that are bigger, so I'm okay if the Bible's bigger. Like but if you're supposed to be basing fact... if you're supposed to be basing your whole life on a religion, that book can be as big as it wants to be. It you're should be multiple correct. volumes. Like you're, I should absolutely be correct, <laughs> but we're talking about handwritten shit. shit right. We're talking about handwritten shit. There's no way. One book of the Bible was probably that thick. You know what I'm saying? In handwritten. So once the guy got all the stories together and collected them. Had a whole fucking library just full of shit. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it was, it was five different people with 50 pound backpacks full of pages that they had to try to put together. We can't fit that into a cute little pocket Bible. Right. Somebody has to go cut and <laughs> has to edit figure out what <laughs> <laughs> they got to get it down to 140 characters in order to make it fit in the tweet. Listen, I don't get it. That's probably what they said. We need this to be a cute pocket Bible. How are we going to fit all this and that? We'll take everything out about black folks. Take everything out about uh, women. Take everything out about uh, the uh, shit they was doing over in Sodom. <laughs> Take out the fact that Jesus had kids. <laughs> Take all that shit out. We need to spice this up and cut it down into a TV movie with commercials. <laughs> Got to be able to fit that three-hour TV block. Right. And in with the 30 minutes for commercials. In the first person that came to the Bible review that helped them get all the books was like, God damn, my book is better. They cut out all this shit. 
And that's where it started. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My mom chiming in with the Nicene Council. I know they were responsible for the Nicene Creed. I don't know that they were responsible. I, for some reason, the Council of Trent is what's sticking in my mind, but I can't. I don't remember for sure. Oh yeah, you, yeah. And then Amanda chiming in in the chat with a couple of things. Religion happens when you get other people to believe with you, versus it just being a belief. And then non-Catholic Christians edited the Bible to exclude the Apocrypha, so you know there was plenty that got omitted prior to that. So like. The fact that this has been through editing and redactions right. kind of throughout history since this all supposedly went down in, right. you know, 30 B.C. or whatever it was. So my question then would be, did the Templars do away with the evidence? Yes. <laughs> the Freemasons and Templars. Hit all this shit everywhere. <laughs> now that's or just lit it on fire. Right? When when you I say mean, that, that's the next question. Did they hide it or did they destroy it? My gut is destroyed. Because as long as it as it exists and it contradicts what you say, it's a threat. But and imagine imagine the pages that have been lost to history. That because there was no mass information system, like things that have been lost, library, the library at Alexandria, like all sorts of things, just utterly destroyed throughout the ages. And Matthew, we know Matthew. Christianity has no. We know Christianity as a whole has never had a problem killing in the name of Christianity. You think that they gave a damn about burning some papers? <laughs> was that Christianity or was that Catholicism? I mean, fair. But either way, there's definitely a way there's, we've had we've had we've had plenty of conversations about more have been killed in the name of God than anything. No, else. you are absolutely correct. Well, no, not in not the, name, the of name of God and in the name of women. Not even the name of listen. I'm sure women are a close second, but now it's oh, we're trying to get that oh oh oh. <laughs> the, not so much the name of God, just religion in general. I mean, unless you are, you know, including all the Allahs and the Buddhas and the all that Them too, under but the that's, name of God. But that's more recent. But yes, <laughs> prior prior to the rise of Islam, Christianity definitely held the number for number of deaths in the name of god i think they still the got crusades etc islam i think there's been a fair amount in recent history yeah no i think they still got it i think <laughs> i think that's a uh i think that's a kareem abdul jabbar stat it's gonna take <laughs> it's gonna take years for somebody even centuries like LeBron James centuries to, you know what i'm saying to to come up to that number let's keep it a buck What were we talking about before? <laughs> I mean, I know the basis obscure, of our obscure conversation. Obscure religions, and <laughs> we kind of, we kind of just, uh, we went but off on a tangent there. To go back on what we were talking about, the original topic, and once again, for anybody who may be tuning in at this point, I always like to preface with, I do not question anybody else's beliefs, because if you believe them, they true to you. Right. You feel me? So I'm not going to try to 
downgrade or take away from anything that people uh, believe in. But a lot of these religions, you can tell, are a, excuse me, and I, I'm sorry, Lord, for lack of a better word, a fuck you to religion itself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like a like a parody of religion because you're you're making a joke satire <laughs> right right nature like uh one that was on the list that i looked up was the church of the flying spaghetti monster <laughs> also known as here's a fucking joke and a comedian had to make this also known as Pastafarianism. Pastafarianism? Yes. Yes. I thought that was classic right there. <laughs> but that's how I said you What are, what are their core beliefs that there's a flying spaghetti monster in the sky? I feel like that Listen, was a South Park. Line. I'm gonna read I'm gonna read you the, the, the synopsis of it all. So it says the Church of Flying Spaghetti Monster is a mock religion that was based on an open letter by Bobby Henderson to the Kansas school board that demanded the theory of Flying spaghetti monster should be taught along with theories of evolution. Pastafarianism is legally recognized as a religion in the Netherlands and New Zealand. <laughs> By the way, the Church of the Jedi is also a legally recognized religion. <laughs> I mean, all these on this list are legally recognized. I mean, again... Believe what you want. Now, does some of me believe that that's just you being a smartass? Probably. <laughs> Here's a right, right. Here's another one: the Church of the Subgenius. The Church of the Subgenius is a parody religion that established that was established by American writer and filmmaker Ivan Stang in the 1970s. The church itself heavily disregards the idea of absolute truth and instead focuses more on the imperative lifestyle. It teaches a complex philosophy philosophy that focuses on J.R. Bob Dobbs. Bob was his nickname, I guess. An alleged salesman from the 1950s who revered as a prophet, who was revered as a prophet by the church. I need to know what the core beliefs are there. <laughs> yeah, that does sound interesting, but like, like you, you, your prophet is a fucking a salesman, right? <laughs> your prophet is a salesman. Always be closing. Let's go. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, if you got. How good of a salesman, first and foremost, and you know how salesmen do. It's they true. edit the Bible. Right. They only give you the scriptures you want to hear, and they leave out all that other all shit. All the other shit. So they can sell you on whatever it is they on. My mom did chime in with the, uh, the Reeds chimed in with the, uh, regard with regards to the Bible that old white men just picked and choose what they wanted to be in there to begin with. <laughs> well, you knew that though, Reed. <laughs> I thought that went without saying. <laughs> yeah, you knew that. I'm on my supervillain journey to become an old white man. <laughs> Listen, you ain't been bald long, but you, you're on the right track. I just need this to gray out a little bit. <laughs> You're on the right track there. You've been growing your beard out. Excellent. 
I'm sure you move your mustache off of your lips often throughout the day. <laughs> I'm sure you do. You're on the way, sir. Don't worry about that. Mustache twirling 101. <laughs> I thought this was interesting. The Church of Euthanasia. Okay. Founded in... Is it purely... Oh, I'm sorry. Founded by Reverend, Reverend Chris Corda and Pastor Robert Kimberg in Boston in 1992. The Church of, the Church of Euthanasia is considered the world's only anti-human religion. The church promotes solution of overpopulation and related ecological problems by a massive voluntary population reduction. Famous slogan of the church, save the planet, kill yourself, has been seen at various public events. I mean, Cliff, based on some conversations that you and I have had on the podcast around, <laughs> around the fact that we're not worth saving. Are you a member of the Church of Euthanasia? Nah, nah, G, I don't think you should ever just kill yourself. I think as long as you meant to fuck the planet up, you should be here <laughs> you should fucking, be fucking it up. the planet up. All right. That's what I believe. <laughs> That's the Church of Jennings. <laughs> Listen. As long as you're here, why not fuck shit up? <laughs> you know, and I don't mean on purpose, but you're going to do it naturally. Because that's what we're meant to do as human beings. That's all we are is a virus on the earth. All right. Uh, what was that? Fuck, what, that was Men in Black. The, uh, the Edgar suit. <laughs> the Edgar bug. What's that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> the Edgar bug from Men in Black. The big insect that took over. Humans are a virus. <laughs> oh, is that what? Yeah, I mean, but that it's the truth, though. Like, how long have we been here? Been here, and how well has the planet been doing since? I mean, it's a fair point. <laughs> Especially since the evolution of like the automobile and exhaust, and you know all this bullshit that we put into the oceans. Like, that's virus shit. It ain't about uh, euthanizing anything. That's about maybe the earth needs a fucking penicillin shot. I don't know. Right. Well, this goes back to eventually Mother Earth will defend herself and wipe us out. <laughs> I mean, but that's the truth. Either that or we'll blow ourselves up. There's a great, there's a great old video from, I want to say, not old, but like early 2000s. And it was, I think it's E-Bomb's World where it's like, this is the planet Earth. Here we are. We uh, we are here living in peace until we decide to blow each other up. <laughs> the end. <laughs> it is. It is. It, look it up sometime. It's just fucking ridiculous. But the whole idea is that yes, like the Earth was doing fine before we got here. We've done nothing but fuck it up. Eventually, we'll blow ourselves up, and Mother Earth will kind of regenerate. Itself. I don't really want to have to knock on wood. But I don't think that there's that big of a risk of a nuclear annihilation. No? No. I actually tend to agree with you. The problem is, is that all it takes is 
my fear is all it takes is one superpower to get a little too cocky or one one group with and i'm not saying that one two three maybe not fired off right all I'm saying is for the, like, and that that's a lot for the world. You know what I'm saying? We don't know what kind of earthquake, seismic activity happens from that. But all I'm saying is when you look at a fight, a general fight, like a, a like a brawl, I guess you, you would say. Because that's what it would take for us to annihilate ourselves yeah. completely is we'll for everybody to, to join in on the brawl. But what you usually see when you're in a brawl are certain people that are aggressive and other ones moving and defending themselves moving defending themselves or pulling their people out and like you feel what i'm saying so what i i see if if something like that happens is i think you see fire from the two involved but i think everybody else looks like that motherfucker ain't swinging on me right you know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not. I mean, honestly, that's kind of what happened with the Russia-Ukraine situation, right? Everybody thought U.S. is going to come running in, and U.S. is like that motherfucker swung on you. You <laughs> can't handle your business, right? I mean, we might slide you something in the background. We'll slide you the beer bottle behind you. Like, go ahead. You should handle your business. <laughs> and the only reason why I say that, in my mind at least, it's inevitable, is because not inevitable. Um, Regardless, I don't think it's going to happen because it's only going to take one or two of them jaws to hit Yeah, for motherfuckers to see how serious it really is and be like, oh, well, shit. And the question is, is would a response to that be, all right, they launched theirs, we're going to launch ours, or would it be they launched theirs, we're going to institute a precision strike and take out their entire infrastructure or... That's we how have we have other we have other weapons that people don't know about yet. Say, oh, I'm sure some sort of electromagnetic pulse device. Where, fine, they wanted to do that. We're going to trigger all the ones that they still have on their own soil. Like, that's what counter. Not, that's what counter intelligence is. That's what counter cybersecurity is. Is they they try to hack us. We try to hack them. And at some point, it's who has the back door that's left at that point. No, I definitely agree with that. But if I'm keeping it a buck, I don't think that anybody would be better at that than the United States. I don't know. There's a lot of people in China, dog. <laughs> well, you know, I don't, I don't, I forget about, I do honestly forget about China. But at the same time, as talented as China is, I don't think they're the ones you have to worry about either because they're so clustered. Yeah, from a from a geographic standpoint. Right, like they don't want that shit to happen either because they know that one bomb takes out a third of them. Right. Just because where we're the located density, and we have nowhere to go. The population density versus So if US, they send two, you might be able to wipe the whole country out. Right. Or 30% of the population or whatever it is with that, yeah. I don't mean like the whole country's dead off No, two, no, no, but... but- the aftermath will lead to you wiping the country out. Yeah. So I think that the first person that does some shit like that, the rest of the world kind of looks like, oh shit. Yes. Do you want this and for no, real? Russia doesn't have maybe the population that other places do, but it does have the geographic boundaries. 
and the wide the the size of just the geographic size of it makes it a difficult target. I don't know if because I agree sim- with that. Because similar to the U.S. and how spread out the U.S. is versus other countries, I think. But Russia the difference is, between us and Russia is a lot of their land is inhabitable. I think that's fair. But we, so it forces them all into the bucket of this is where you can be. Right. So fifty years ago, fifty to seventy-five years ago, that was defensible. Probably not as defensive. Right, now. right. Now here, it's like you got to think about the United States. How many different bases do we have that hold nuclear weapons? At least five. So I ideally, if you were going to do this correctly, you would have to launch either five bombs to counter those five areas and hope those detonate our bombs. Well, not to mention the amount that we have mobile at any given point. right like it, it there's no way no repercussions happen and you're not in a, a place where you can defend that yeah. you might do damage to the country but you just eradicated yourself yeah in any country that you look at you know what i'm saying so i don't really see nuclear war as an option even with somebody with an ego that's like i'll just push the button i don't give a fuck i'll push it <laughs> Now, All right. More likely is in the name of science, something like the Hadron Collider explodes What's antimatter that? and <laughs> we all die from it. <laughs> we inadvertently create a black hole. Science will be oh, the right. death of us. <laughs> right. But how do you know we die? Maybe we hurl into another dimension and Possible. Maybe we already did. Maybe the first time they turned the Hadron Collider on. That's why we have the Mandela effect, is that we shifted realities at that point. <laughs> I mean, we're just a part of the simulation at the end of the day. It's up to the robots to give us the feedback of what to play. They're putting patches in in the background and changing history. <laughs> I don't doubt that. I don't doubt that. Like, I'm not one of the motherfuckers that, that's like, you know, tinfoil hat. Like, I know it's true. You know what I'm saying? But all I'm saying is I may be a church of the sub genius, right? Because <laughs> I don't believe in absolute truths. That's a fact. Right. I do not believe in absolute truths. That's one thing that I saw that I was like, I, I do, I do like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can't be so you can't be so sure of yourself that you're unwavering when something like that can't happen. It is the snap of a finger. We can be in a different parallel and it'd be in a situation where it's like, oh, that shit that you thought would never just happen. What do you say now? Right. Maybe we do die from nuclear war with that being said. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's into a circle. I'm a madman. (laughs) That's the whole thing with like being agnostic, right? It's just that you acknowledge that that it can't all be known. Like agnostics believe that there is a higher power, but that that higher power is so beyond our understanding. There's no hope to actually understand it. Well, similarly, similarly from a like absolute. I feel like that's a sub religion. I feel like Christians can feel that way. Well. Fair. I think they're agnostic Christians. Then that's what I am. That you just can't be sure because it's not possible to know. 
Right. And I don't think that you could question the story of Jesus. Right. Because there's been so many things that happened that that has had to have happened. Now, when the belief comes about about the resurrection and all that, that's where, you know, that's where the divine takes place. That's where. Yeah. But all the story up to then. Yeah. No, I mean, I couldn't. There, there are other religions. I mean, even even I can't even dispute the resurrection, honestly, even most even most that follow Judaism believe that Jesus was a prophet. Listen, like, I'm gonna there tell was you a dude. Right? <laughs> I think we just figured it out. What did we figure out? I'm going to tell you something. This is interesting. I just saw this the other day. Do you know what the term saved by the bell where that came from? I mean, isn't isn't it the isn't it a boxing thing? That's what my ding, stepdad ding, ding. said too. No, it came back. It uh, came long before then. Okay. So the term "saved by the bell" comes from Zach a, Morris. Timeout. You said what? I said Zach Morris. Timeout. You stupid. <laughs> right. Right. That was a, listen, waiting for that dad joke, and he hit it. Um. Saved by the bell. So back in the day, there was an epidemic. I can't remember what it was. I can't name it. But what the symptoms would do is it would slow down your heart to where it would barely beat. You would stop breathing and you would basically fall into like a light coma type situation. So what would happen is the people who had this and weren't responsive would get marked as dead and buried. Grave robbers would then dig up their body for jewelry. And what happened was out of the trend of doing that, they noticed a whole bunch of graves with scratches on the inside of the coffin. I actually, I actually have heard this before. So what they would do is for the wealthy that could afford it, they would pay extra for them to cut a hole through your coffin, run a rope into it connected to a bell, and they would sit it on top of you when they beat you. So if you suffered from that and woke up, you could ring the bell and someone would dig you up. That also is where the term graveyard shift comes from. Because the people then had to hire ones to stay overnight stay grave, in case the, the bells got rung while right. everybody else was sleeping. Right. So I say that to say that I wouldn't even doubt the resurrection from stories like that. It and may not have been a situation where he was all the way dead. That he was dead and then he just... Right, and you didn't bury him low enough that he couldn't dig his way out, and now you're looking like this or, man rose from the dead. Or his followers kept watch over him after he was taken down, and basically, I don't know. May I'm not. I'm not. I just said I don't believe in absolute truth, so I'm not against the theory yeah. that he was actually dead and rose from it. I'm not against that either. I can't say that out of all the years that we've been on this earth, something like that hadn't happened. Right. I'd be a fool to say, nah, never. Nah. Too well, much happens in this world for me to be like, nope, couldn't happen. That's the difference between resuscitation and resurrection. Resurrection means you believe it was divine. Resuscitation means 
you believe right. that he was dead, but we managed to bring him back. Right, how right. He managed to come back. But how many how many successful self resuscitations take place? Oh, that's the thing. You don't know. You don't know if that if it was self. Maybe I mean, it would have back, to be because if you bury him, maybe somebody. Well, my, that was my point. Like the, and said and it, said he came back to life. Yep. Mm, that's why you said the followers could right. have been. Mm, I'm following now. But again, who knows? This is all lost to ancient history. But once again, it would be like fun I to said, go back I mean, and watch, though. Like <laughs> time travel, go back in time. All right, where'd Jesus get buried? Let's go find out. Let's go see what this real story is. Oh, I seen a uh, TikTok. I seen a TikTok, and Joe Rogan was talking about Jordan Peterson Peterson explaining time travel, and you wouldn't be able to do that. No, you couldn't. Uh... You can only go back and forward from the time that the time machine took place. So the furthest you would essentially be able to go back if everything was true was Nikola Tesla. If he successfully created it back then, that would be the furthest you would be able Why? to get back to. Why? Because that's the door. Because that time machine is the door that you walk through. But if there is no time machine in that time, you can't, you can travel to it, but how do you get to that time? Well, I mean, I think about it the way, like with the Avengers endgame which is there's a device in this time there's something that you take with you that anchors you back to this time that you know you're only well no i'm more so thinking of how do you get to basically the way they were describing it is you still need that time machine to get to to get through you know what i'm saying that opened the door that depends on what you believe the time machine to be like, yeah, right, that made time cyclicer, cyclic, 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 instead of linear. So, with only one, where can you really travel? You know what I'm saying? But if you have a time machine and you're traveling to a time that had a time machine, then it's easy. It's a door, a doorway. I, I, I hear, I hear the point there. That's the way they explained it. Right. I'm not. I just said I don't believe in absolute <laughs> truth. You my, may not my need point a time is, machine. My you make and do it with your mind. Maybe. But I think traditional time travel would mean that the machine is actually what takes you there, not that you're just walking through a doorway. I, I agree with that. And I, yeah, that sounds a lot. That sounds very Bill and Ted, excellent adventure-ish. Yeah. But I also think the way that I explained it was also thought of by arrogant scientists that thought they knew it all. Yeah. No, that's fair. You know and I'm I mean, saying? what's interesting is time travel is possible by today's understanding. What's not possible is going backwards. You can go forwards. It's getting the propulsion necessary and being able to withstand the forces that get you closer to the speed of light. Right. That's the whole interstellar thing is that. Didn't they say that the dude that broke the, the land speed bar- barrier technically went forward in time? 
I, I don't know, but I believe it. Like because I think there was an article velocity, saying that he technically went forward in time based on how fast he was going. Right, and that basically, if you were running a stopwatch in both places, somehow his is faster. Right, or right, or whatever it is. Yeah, it was something weird like that. I'm pretty sure I saw that article. But I also could be wrong. But once again, I don't believe in absolute truths. Like I said, I don't know. I don't know what could be. Yeah. No, I think there's. I think there's plenty of stuff like that. Like that just is beyond our under our current understanding, or our past understanding. You and I have had that talk a lot. Like again, circling right. back to like Wicca and witchcraft and Wiccanism, like. A lot of the belief there is that there are natural elements and natural You're things. I mean, do I practice it? No. Do I have a leaning towards it? So I don't know if you remember this. My mom does a little bit. Yeah, I know. And she gave me it was a it was a sage pouch and it was that and a couple of other things. And it I burn sage like, all the time. And it but it was for good fortune. And she's like, just keep this in your wallet and you know, things well, I, work uh, out. my reads. I need you to get me one. <laughs> but within within a month of that, I got my first like post college job. That's what's up. Nah, I do think that I think, but I don't. I think that there's a lot of things like that. I think that's the same reason people wear crystals. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't, and let's be honest, because they say that the Bible says that if you believe of that, then that's the opposite of, because it's, you know, the Lord or whatever. But I do think that there is power in a lot of things that are on this earth. And that's what questions me to is that a revision of? Yeah. Because God said you could, you could consume anything that the earth provides. Yet you make marijuana illegal, you make mushrooms illegal, and then I start to question why. Yeah, but that's big pharma. <laughs> or is it something that's the deeper? Capitalistic you know what I mean? Maybe big us. pharma, maybe big pharma came after it was already stigmatized because Fair. that could get you closer to. Well, I mean, that could get you answers you seek type shit. And we don't need you having answers. We don't need you outside the realm of, listen, they're putting fluoride in the water, which is a known brain function reducer. Fluoride in your toothpaste. There's shit in food now that you can't get rid of. And they make it illegal for you to be able to farm big plots of land on your own privately. Unless you're a registered farm. So that lets you know they're trying to dim some pathway that we have. Under the guise that it's that it's money related. So you think it's it's more sinister than just being controlled Big from pharma. a financial perspective. Right. It's possible. Now we're coming to a point where we're finding out that mushrooms can be a cure for depression and shit like that. And it's like, well, I mean, what would make you think we we've we've been doing the same thing with weed, right? You found out weed helps with seizures and epilepsy and all that, but it's like that's 
that's what it was here for in the first place. But you, you stopped that. Now, I don't know how far the science has gone with mushrooms, but. Well, the problem is, all... is that it's still schedule one. So there you can't do the, the clinical testing on it, et cetera. Except in places where it's been decriminalized. And even then, you're not getting any federal funding. It's all right. state funding, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I do think it could definitely be deeper than just this may be able to heal you better than this. Well, and maybe, maybe to your point, though, maybe it started that way. And now it has become because of money. Like, right. to your point, maybe, like, from a coming here in the Native Americans and, like, we demonized it as being other to basically protect ourselves or to protect the beliefs of the colonizers that rather than seeing them, quote-unquote, go Native, like, to keep them away from it, it was demonized, to your point of, or stigmatized. Like, that's something that those that are less than us do. Right. Maybe that was the original intent, and then... Capitalist society started to come to in. Right. The fact that that's no longer around. Right. And they're the ones that kept it from being becoming I mean, mainstream. I feel like it's that. all by design. And while we think in chess, they always play in checkers. Or, I mean, vice, vice versa. versa. Yeah. I said that backwards. It's the Illuminati. <laughs> they probably made me say that shit backwards. <laughs> probably just to discredit my fluoride in the water. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I hear you. Uh, the church is sub genius. <laughs> All right, any other ones on your list? Oh, like weird ones? Let me see. Yeah, because I don't I don't have a problem questioning those. By the way, I mean let's be honest. I, I I don't have a problem questioning in general. Yeah. But I guess what I meant to say is I don't have a problem making entertainment out of. Yeah. That's probably what I should have said. Because I think it's healthy to question. Because I, I, I truly believe questioning leads to more devotion. Well, I think questioning, too, really leads to better outcomes. Right. Like, like that's... when you question something and you get your answers and you're like, I can rock with that. That yeah. in turn makes me more loyal to, to that answer. Yep. Right. No, I. Oh, number one, and I didn't read. I didn't even read this one. I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I didn't even read this one. I I got the. I read the title and was like, I'm done. Turning it <laughs> off. <laughs> title is. Hold up, let me even try to pronounce this. Okay. Number one on their list, and this is list25.com. 
Frisbee Terranism. Frisbee Terranism? Yeah. Okay. Frisbee Terranism. One of the most bizarre religions in the world. Frisbee Terranism is a parody of the spiritual belief in life after death. The founder of the movement, American actor and comedian George Carlin, defined <laughs> the concept the concept of the religion as the belief that when a person dies, his or her soul rises and is thrown like a frisbee onto a roof, where it comes where it becomes attached and remains. <laughs> it just stays there. <laughs> But eventually, somebody gets that frisbee off. <laughs> somebody does. Maybe the seasons and the ice knock it <laughs> off. Eventually, that frisbee comes off. I mean, that's you know, I I, I know this makes me a nerd, but <laughs> Church of the Force. The belief that there is the living force and then there's the cosmic force. And once you pass from one, you enter into the other. That the living force is all living beings, all objects, all things. And then there is a state of being beyond that where you become the connective tissue by entering the cosmic force. By becoming one with the force after death. That doesn't mean your body disappears, but so like does that, the idea that your soul. Is that rocking with, uh, what is it? Damn, I can't think of the name. It's not Hindu. Damn, it it's one of those over there, though, where it's like you, you have to continue doing this until you get it right. Buddhism or something with reincarnation. I mean, here's the flip side is I don't necessarily believe that that means that you have to, that it implies reincarnation. I think it implies that you become part of that connective tissue of the galaxy or the universe. But what does life consist of as? Unknown, unknowable. You become part of the driving forces in the universe that bring things together or push them apart or... Whatever. It connects us. It like a us gust together. of wind? Sort of. Or that that innate magnetism you feel between yourself and someone or something else. Hmm. Like maybe it's maybe so, it's maybe it's my pops. Part of the cosmic force that has kept us together all these years. <laughs> I mean, it could definitely be. <laughs> it could definitely be. See, that's where it gets my mind working like. I don't know. Now, stop it. Because I just blew my own shit back in real time. Yeah, I saw it. I saw it happen. It was like <laughs> processing, processing, error, error, error. 
Right. Immediately what I was thinking is so do you just keep doing that forever? Or does that force then get placed somewhere after a level of achievement? Well, you know I what I'm saying? Like what's you the did... influence you wield at that point? What's the does your influence grow or do you become more one with other elements of the the cosmic force i mean that's that's always the interesting thing to me when like the force is discussed is again you've got like the calm and flow the natural ebb and flow of things and then you've got almost willful passion that is able to change that flow kind of like a river current like a river is going to flow no matter what you do but you can redirect that flow. Right. And you can do things to kind of stop that flow or at least force that flow through another channel. And that's the that's the, the light and the dark. You gotta be able to do both. And know when to do both. So the light side and the dark side are not inherently good and evil. They're two sides of the same coin. No is that what way. your menstruation is? <laughs> and I asked that question honestly, right? My because... menstruation? That's a great question. I don't know. <laughs> well, yours and mine as well. Maybe not a menstruation for us. But you know how even men have that time of the month. Oh, yeah, where we just get salty for no reason. Where it's just like... And I, the way, the reason why I asked that is because I feel like when you said that, like yin and yang, I thought of like a screensaver. Okay. Of a yin, uh, this, the, that sign, the sign of the yin and the yang. What is that called? I think it's just yin yang, isn't it? It could be. I think that's the Western name. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> I don't know. Mine's but I the thought of that, right? And I thought <laughs> of like I thought of like motherfuckers riding something along the lines. Okay. Right? And you circle around the dark and then you circle back around the, the light. light. But you can't forget those circles in the middle too. Yeah. So somebody might find you overly in the white, like overly feeling good and helpful and loving. And then people may catch you on that circle in the dark. And that's your deepest dark right there. Yeah. Because you're not on the outside of you're this on the shit. Inside. You're right going through it. You're right in this shit. Well, and the thing in the middle, like where they're meeting, you have the option. Right, right. You're even killed at that point. You're just riding that line until you get back around one of those sides. Right. But one of those sides is, I feel like that's accurate when it leads to my description. Yeah, I mean, you can definitely find yourself circling one side more than the other. Right. Even by myself, right? Because I don't know if it's just me 
but I can feel myself being evil to myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whether it's like some self-deprecative shit or whatever the case may be, and then I can feel myself high on myself. Yeah. Like, I'm the fucking man. What the fuck are you right. talking about? <laughs> and then I can also feel myself riding those lines in between. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know who, where did that theory or that way of thinking come from? I don't know. I think that that's a little bit of innate, like, human nature. No, I think it's it's the perfect description of us. That's why I said... Whoever came up with that got it right on the money. Eastern philosophy. Target emojis. <laughs> Ain't nobody make no religion about that. Right. Or did that? <laughs> Probably. I don't know. The cult of emoji. <laughs> right. Listen, it's fools. I don't they know only they shit. only speak in emojis. Eggplant, eggplant, peach, water, water. Peach. <laughs> Listen. I'm sorry. Those are my text messages. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> clearly. Oh, man. All right, dude. And she's, and she's texting back, green face, green face, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Hater. All right. <laughs> I'm just playing. All right, we're at our 90-minute mark. Anything else you want to hit on tonight? I think that was a good discussion. Yeah, I don't have nothing. All right, man. Well, you want to take us out? What you got? Closing Love words. everybody. Love everybody oh. in whatever religion it is that you believe in. As long as you spread love and good vibrations, continue believing in it. Amen. All right, well, do us a favor, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Catch you later. Peace out, fools.